people, it's your boy Icarus Gray. And it's your homeboy Wordplay TJ. And this is the No Rhyme Reason Podcast, where we talk about everything. Everything for no reason at all. And we're live. Yeah. What's good, people? It's your boy Icarus Gray. And it's your homeboy Word of Mouth TJ. And this is the No Rhyme or Reason podcast where we talk about everything. Everything for no reason at all. We are back. Yes. Back again. Back for the first time. Hey. I saw what you did there. Uh-huh. And uh, we have a very great show for you guys today. We have two No Rhyme or Review. Uh, one is Ludacris Word of Mouth classic album. Right, uh, and then we're doing another classic album. Seeing as it's been, seeing as it has been, thirty years uh, since the release of Snoop Dogg's debut album, Doggy Style. Man, we yeah. got a show for you guys. So it's going to be us millennials listening to millennial music, <laughs> basically millennial music, <laughs> like quintessential. Yeah, uh, millennial music. Yeah, it, you, you, if. If you weren't coming of age during these song the, during these songs of the, these albums, then you got a problem. Um, but out the gate, uh, we're gonna start with I like to call him Mr. Platinum. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Platinum, Platinum himself. So, so ludicrous. Mr. He can't miss. Why you call him Mr. Platinum? His first five all platinum, yeah. I don't all know. platinum. First five, first five all platinum. Because we did a episode sometime back talking about like how great he was and still is um but like Ludacris could not miss mm-hmm. from uh back for the first time word of mouth chicken and beer i know those three went platinum right um and i think it was a very long time for he even dropped to to gold yeah it, it took a, it took a while i think um Theater of the Mind, maybe? Yeah. yeah. And that's because of that. Never mind. I almost took a shot at some... I, you know, sometimes you, you do some features and uh, like break it down to gold. But anyway. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ultimately, I feel like Ludacris is, is an underrated talent. And we said this during our BET... Uh, episode. Mm-hmm. So if you go and check out our, our BET episode where we kind of talked about the, the awards show and the performances uh, from this year, 2023, uh, then you can enjoy our takes on Ludacris. So um, obviously we need to get into it. We have themes, we have production, we have favorite tracks, and then we have our overall rating. And uh, yeah, let's let's go. Let's start with some themes. A uh, big thing for me is I feel like uh, it's a it's a atrocity that <laughs> <laughs> this album uh, doesn't get the uh, the praise that it deserves. But the theme is is basically this funny uh, whole city to me, like just the a hole in the life, a day in the life. Whoa, what's going on? You you it's out of control right now. <laughs> I'm gonna have to keep that sensor button <laughs> close to my chest. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, but it just feels like a fun day in Atlanta of like those prime late 90s, 2000 skits that are telling a story of kind of like being in Atlanta, maybe scamming, trying to get some girls over, like talking to your friends about where the girls at. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels triumphant because this is Def Jam creating a whole division for the South. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I think off of Luda. Def Jam South was a, a combination of Luda, um, Jermaine Dupri, mm-hmm. um, kind of spearheading that up. Yeah. And that was monumental because it, it was at this point in time where I was like, yeah, that's where I want to be. Like, I want to be uh, Def Jam South. Then uh, Bad Boy South came out. Um, but I definitely want to be a part of... Was that GZ and... Um, uh, what's his group? Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. My whole brain froze. But the theme was just a fun day of, like, that. Yeah. I think um, the one of the themes that resonates with me is... It's the black experience mm-hmm. in an album. Um, when I think about going to the hood and sitting in the barbershop, this album is synonymous to that. This feels like a weekend for black folks. Yeah. Yeah. A, f- a full, fully packed week. Right. Yeah. Well, not a week, a weekend. Because I think about from Friday to Saturday to Sunday. Because <laughs> Sunday is also in the week. <laughs> if, well, depends on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. It could be the week start for people. Um, but from, from Friday to, to Sunday, this feels like this album is a part of all of those elements. Um, or those elements are in this album. And... Ludacris is masterful in picking beats. Mm-hmm. His lyrical choices and his flair mm-hmm. and delivery. And um, also on his his order of, of the song. So you, you mentioned that beforehand. Um, he picking, has... picking his sequencing is, is something that he's extremely good at. He's, he's perfect. I don't think there's many artists that can even compete with his level of sequencing. No. It's just to have the unskippable records, Mm -hmm. like no skips, back to back to back, where you'll go through and you'll listen, you'll be like, oh man, this was a single. This was a single. This was a single. Like, I knew this song because everybody was talking about this song. And he shot videos for every single one of them. Yeah. Like, Unheard of, bro. And I don't know. It's it's just very impactful, especially like for Southern lyricists. Um, and while a lot of people don't take Ludacris seriously sometimes because of the way he jokes, and we did an episode on that. Um, I think this is just classic, bro. It's just classic Southern hip hop, and I love it. Yeah. So let's talk about production. 
Um, I'm going to list off the folks that are listed in, in, in here. Uh, first, we have Bangladesh, uh, formerly known as uh, Chandra before um, became uh, Bangladesh. Uh, Timbaland, uh, Swiss Beats is on uh, Crybabies. Uh, oh, no. Um, Organized Noise. Mm-hmm. Um, Jazzy Faye. King the specialist, uh, Mike Johnson. Um, Mike Johnson is the voice of greatest hits. He's the like uh, the announcer voice. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, KLC. I'm not sure who that is actually. Um, I would like to know though. Who is KLC, the producer? <laughs> Kentucky League of of Cities. <laughs> 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 Not Kentucky League of Cities. Wow. That's um awesome. says he's New Orleans producer. Hmm. What else did he do? I want to see some of his other credits. Where are your credits, sir? Where are your credits? Tell me where's your credits. Oh, probably this person worked with um No Limit and Mystical. But I don't see, huh? I don't see too many credits here. There's some uh, word of mouth, tarantula. Um, oh, that's another yeah. classic album. Um, so those are uh, Juka and Jermaine Dupri with "Welcome to Atlanta." So those are some of the producers that are on here. What do you feel about the the production style? I think he picked the best artists or not best producers for this project uh timbaland always gave luda the bounce Mm -hmm. and in a way that was very unique um because a lot of times if it wasn't for him saying anything about timbaland you wouldn't necessarily immediately know this was a timbaland produced beat yeah um the jazzy fay feature in terms of i think he did uh all around the world or Area codes, I mean, not all around the world. Area codes, yeah. Uh, and that is like, Jazzy Faye used to be in a bag, and it probably still is in a lot of different ways, uh, but it was smooth. It, it was it was very telling. Uh, Bangladesh doing the tracks that he did before he became Bangladesh, which just shows just how dope he is as a producer. Um, I didn't know Swizz was on this album. Mm-hmm. Like, and that is... Very understated, but also just says more to like Ludus, uh, Ludacris's song con- uh, construction and everything. So I was just like, I'm very, very blown away by the classicness of the production on this album. Yeah, Ludacris is the type of artist that doesn't let the producer outshine him. Mm-hmm. Um, he very is. He very much is like toe for toe with the with the song. It's the 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 record itself. Like he's. The instrumental and him on the same level, and he finds a way to to very to 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 meet that instrumental where it is. So he's really good at um, filling all the gaps. He's good at uh, adding some more uh, interest for you to hear and listen to in in the in the way the 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 record is constructed. Mm-hmm. He just is good at his craft, so much so 
that his lyrics and the music blend well together. Yeah. But overall, production was just immaculate. What's your favorite song? Uh, um, probably Roll Out. Roll mm-hmm. Out, I practice a lot, especially to get the double time mm-hmm. um, parts. Um, Ludacris was very integral in like that experience you get um, of listening to songs, reading the lyrics, trying to say them exactly right as fast, trying to go faster, uh, and building your punchline style off of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was middle school, and I shouldn't have been listening to this shit in middle school. <laughs> I still don't know how I know all of these songs the way I do. Sixth grade, my dude. <laughs> Fresh out of elementary, like, roll out. Oh. So, get out my business. <laughs> I have no business. Yeah, exactly. Let's uh, listen to a bit of it. What is your favorite song off of uh, the <laughs> this, is a, this is a difficult one because um, I mean mm-hmm. I love this album so much and it's it's the the inspiration to me even starting to to rap and getting no getting those skills in place mm-hmm. um, for me I'm gonna say my favorite song is. Um, Freaky things, cause it was it was. <laughs> Whoa! It's getting a little hot. In there. You gotta go home. <laughs> um. So <laughs> the reason why mm-hmm. is not for the content of the song. Mm-hmm. It's for the technique in the song. Mm. The double time, triple time, like 
I'm focused, man. <laughs> Getting all of the look, man. <laughs> Getting all those skills together. Yeah. Rap skills. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what? 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 what Getting it? all those rap skills together mm-hmm. uh, was what I was focused on, and uh, Ludacris and Twista helped me kind of uh, get those skills. Yeah, like practice yeah, triplets and double time. Dog, the double time kings, and shout out to this would have been like the first little Chicago link up, yeah, uh-huh. like to his Chicago roots, and the yeah. fact that he was. Born in Chicago, then moved to Atlanta. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna take a a little bit of a detour here. Okay. Because it's not just about the 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 songs. Mm. I have a favorite skit. <laughs> I'm here. Because the skits are absolutely immaculate. And hilarious. Every last one of them. So they're so great. They're so good that you can't really bypass them or um, or think about it. So I'm going to add a Spotify window really quick. Get that made. And then, yeah, let's pick Spotify. Capture my cursor. Nope. And... Um, Make sure. Feel the screen. Thank you. Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Come make me. Come make me. Come make me slap you. (laughs) This is not feeling the screen at all. The aggression, bro. Um. Wow. Why is this? All right. Let's get all technical here. Okay. Um, so, yeah, my favorite skit is the um, Greatest Hits skit. So let's, uh, let's take a listen. It's more off the chain than late night with Miss Clea. Call me now for your free reading. Disturbing the Peace Entertainment presents the Ludacris Greatest Hit CD, Volume One, done by Random White People. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give it to me now. 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 I don't want to. Uh, uh, you make it so good, I don't want to leave. But I have to know what what is your fantasy? It's Random White People, uncut, uncensored, and offbeat as fuck. And the ballin' ass brothers with the candy cars. If you a pimp and you don't, you don't know the hoes. When you get on the floor, drop them bows. If you a pimp and you don't know shit. You've never seen white people like this. You've never heard white people like this. You're doing hoe activities with hoe tendencies. Hoes are your friends, hoes are your enemies. Yeah, speaking of hoes. Why do you think you take a hoe to a hotel? Hotel every. Body. It's random white people doing Ludacris's greatest hits. Send all checks and money orders to P.O. Box. Uh, this is this is why this is why this album was so entertaining for me. Dog. <laughs> As a like a sixth grader, bro. Yeah. It was just all of it was basically like listening to Grand Theft Auto before Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. San Andreas and like or any other Vice City really. 
where the radio stations had their own flair. Mm-hmm. That's what every one of these skits felt like. And they were still on beat, right. which is the funniest part about that. Like, they were off beat, but still on beat because it's just... You can't make fun. it hard to listen to. You just have to enjoy it. Yes. And, it, oh, man, it's just... It's enjoyable. And I, I made the point that all of the songs uh, on the greatest hits off the first album, you're just like, oh, I know that one. I remember that one. I'm like, dog, these was nuts. Right. Oh, man. Dog is... <sighs> so uh, let's head on to our arbitrary rating for this one. Uh, I got five, at the time, uh, Pepsi cans. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking um, about his Pepsi commercial? Yeah. <laughs> I got five Pepsi cans out of five because this is a classic album. There are no skips. Um, Ludacris does his due diligence on each and every song. He brings it. All the features were there. Uh, I remember how excited I was for any new artist under somebody's roster because I was like, oh, I can follow this person from the beginning of their career. Uh, I-20 was dope. Uh, Fate killed on mm-hmm. uh, Growing Pains. And the, um, well, was Fate on the Freestyle? Uh, I think so. Yeah. No, that's Four Eyes, my bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shout out Four Eyes. Um, but just shout out the whole group because this is how you produce an album. He kept the energy up throughout, even when switching to the slower tempo songs. You didn't feel a drop off in energy or charisma or style, uh, yeah. So five out of five Pepsi's. Um, I would. I'm biased. First of all, very so much. my rating is not going to be, um, what everybody else would rate it necessarily. I'm I'm going to give it five out of five. Big Head Ludas. Hey, so. That was his style. That was his thing. He he lived that 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 um, character for for a long time, and um, yeah. yeah, something excellent. So five out of five, Ludacris heads for them. Trent, no, I'm not gonna do it again. But up next, <laughs> up next, uh, we have doggy style by snoop dogg uh which just released a 30 year uh anniversary edition Mm -hmm. um i don't think there's anything different about it um but (laughs) i wanted to do it because snoop dogg has been killing it lately uh with his marketing he had the world in uproar when he released that he was giving up smoke Mm mm-hmm uh, people were making all kind of blurbs about it. You know, he wanted y'all to respect his privacy. People was like, if Snoop quitting, what that mean for me? <laughs> what does it have to do with you? Nothing. And it was all to promote a smokeless fireplace or a smokeless grill kind of thing. And I'm like, this is the most genius thing ever. Yeah. How does he keep doing it? I, I think when you type Snoop, and branding, marketing. Yeah, Snoop is a brand that people trust. Um, and if you tie him to a brand that something he he stamps and says this is a good thing, mm-hmm. um, then you can't go wrong. No, and it's crazy to believe this because thirty years ago when this album came out, y'all was scared of Snoop. 
You didn't, mm. they didn't like Snoop. That's a great point, <laughs> right? So 30 years ago when this album came out, right, right as he's finishing it, yeah. he was um, um, convicted, or not convicted, but um, accused of murder and was on trial, standing trial, um, for a murder case. He got off in 1996, mm-hmm. um, and he he talks about this in the, in this album. So part of that experience shows up here in the record. Um, and Snoop was, for lack of a better term, just kind of a little wild at that time. He was really young. Um, I think he mentions 19 on this album. Mm-hmm. And um, being, that, being that young, being that, um, that inexperienced with, with life resonates with, with this album. This album also is something for me that's very nostalgic. Um, I, I remember looking at the cover uh, as a young kid. You know, Sorry. I was like, what? Six, seven years old. Exactly. Six. <laughs> and um, I also remember listening to all of these songs with, with my uncle. So uh, don't blame me. Blame Uncle, uncle James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So um, we're going to go through our same thing, the themes, the production, the, um, the favorite songs, and then our overall rating. Let's start with themes, please. The introduction to me of... Like the West Coast funk, mm. like I, whenever I think about West Coast funk, I always think about Snoop. I always mm-hmm. think about like even though you know we got a Good Day uh, from Ice Cube and all these other songs. When I think about like just that combination, yeah, it's always gonna be Snoop because yeah. Snoop felt like when you're listening to this album, uh, the Mac or any of the black exploitation films. Um, Shaft, all of that is what this music felt like and it feels like cookout music it feels like the music that is like uh, timeless and and evergreen because he was holding on to something of celebration like Dre produced crap out of this but yeah Yeah. it feels like it feels like you needed to be outside yes with this album Um, on top of that I so now that I hear it again, I, I also understood where uh, Kendrick took some ins- inspiration for To Pimp a Butterfly. Same. I also hear how Drake recently took some inspiration from it mm-hmm. for all the dogs um, uh, with the, like, the kind of radio skit type of deal. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like this album is iconic in and of itself and and leads the the pack in classic albums. Woof, woof. Um, where do you want to go with production? Yes. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what Dre did with this album. Yeah. Dre gave Snoop the perfect setting for introduction. Mm-hmm. Like, this was the I Don't Need Y'all album to me. Uh, regardless of all the stuff that was going on, and, and you know, this is post-NWA. Uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, and like he announces himself to the world in a way of like, or reannounces, I guess, or reintroduces in a, in a certain sense. Um, and every song, just like you say, it feels like you need to be outside, feels like a party, um, gives Snoop smooth vocal tones, a perfect place setting. Uh, gives that gangster feel, but also just feels clean. Yeah. And this was right after The Chronic as well. Yeah. So uh, almost a year after The Chronic. So it gives a little bit more of a... Uh, it, it shows Dre's power and control and um, in some ways his perfectionism. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like releasing a project and spending time like meticulously combing through every single uh, snare and, and 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 kick drum and instrument and every note, um, you can hear his his goal to make I would say perfection, but a great album. Yeah. In in this. Um, and so his production style mix in with G-Funk and uh, just having some of those elements of, of Parliament and Funkadelics in, in, this, in, this, in this record um, scream like masterful when, yeah. it, when, it, when it comes to this. But uh, yeah. Oh, the other thing about this production, he was so meticulous, like uh, with Snoop's doubles and like you, you can just hear these little like peaks and hints. Whenever he would come in with a double, in my mind, like I would be like, how how did he record it like this? Because it sounds so today. Um, in terms of just the crispness of the double or like a punch in or whatever it felt like. Like it felt like they were using uh futuristic tech to record this album. Uh I wanna I need an example. Like Um so not, on, not, not specifically like a, a line or anything like that or a song, but I need an example of the technique. What do you feel like it was perfectly aligned? Yes. Okay. It was perfectly aligned, perfectly timed. It accentuated everything perfectly in a way that I think that sometimes, like if you're not good at production or mastering, uh, you can mess up a double like a double can feel like a double and not just like an emphasis. Yeah, Dre is not the type of person that wants to, he doesn't want to polish or fix fix it in the mix. Mm-hmm. He wants the right take yes yes that's what it sounds like everything sounded like the right take Mm -hmm. like well um overlaid over everything it was just dog it's just amazing yeah so let's get into our favorite favorite songs from this what are you what are you feeling ain't no fun what Mm -hmm. hold on for some reason, Spotify, my window for Spotify ain't popping up. Uh, of course. Of course. Of course. Oh, now it's 
let's go back and uh, let's go ahead and uh, take a listen to to Ain't No Fun. Well, or try to. You're back now at the Jack Off Hour. This is DJ E. Zidik. Balls. Right now, something new by the Snoop Doggy Dog. This one goes out to the ladies from all the guys. A big bow wow wow. Cause we're gonna make it a little mystery here tonight. This is DJ Easy Dick on the station that slaps you across your fat ass with a fat dick. When I met you last night, baby, before you opened up your gap. I had a respect for your lady But now I take it all back Cause you gave me all your pussy And you even licked my balls Wow Leave your number on the cabinet And I promise, baby, I'll give you a call Next time I'm feeling kinda horny You can come on over And I break you off And if you can't keep up that day, baby Just lay back and open your mouth That was the longest yeah. intro that I ever, ever done heard. <laughs> intro. <laughs> intro that I ever done heard, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, wow. Hold on a second. Um, I'm, my, my screen's all over the place. What you feel about that? That's, that's my favorite song, man. Like, I just... I, technically, it's for the chorus, because I really do love the chorus, because it's just that... It ain't no fun. Can't none. It just like it's just so let me put actual words to this. It is such a vibe. And then being as young as I was, and then when you finally like get old enough mm-hmm. to where it's like you're going to parties and you're like expecting, you know, your homeboys to, to call the girl and y'all sitting there on the phone seeing that they're going to come over and come kick it. Like, this feels like teenager. Just feels like teenage energy. Like, he's 19. By the time I'm like really vibing, I'm 16, 17. And this song just encapsulates the funk of the album for me. Yeah. I... Don't feel that same way about this song. Really? Because I, yeah, I think that it is fun if the homies don't have none. (laughs) 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 I'm not worried about my homies. (laughs) Good luck with that, bro. That's you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's just a quick little, like, hey. I got mine, but as for you... Good luck with that, bruh. 
Peace. <laughs> oh man. So my favorite record from 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 this one is um, Who Am I? So what's my name? Uh, let's go ahead and take a take a listen really quick. What? Oh. Of the sea, back to the black Snoop Doggy Dog, funky at the 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 dock. Went solo on their ass, but it's still the same. Long Beach is the spot where I serve my cane. Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me, but don't lose your grip. Nine trips ain't the easiest for me to fuck up shit. So I ain't holding nothing back, and motherfucker, I got five on the twenty track. It's like that, and as a matter of fact, cause I never hesitate to put a nigga on his back. Yeah, so keep out the manuscript. You see that it's a must be drop gangster. What's the motherfucking name? Um, if this was made in 2023, they definitely would have used that in court. Oh, a hundred percent. Like that would use. They definitely would have used murder. Was the case right? Like and been like. Well, I mean, I think it, I, I'm not sure when he wrote that, but I'm, I'm assuming he wrote that after the the. No, no, no. Yeah, but I mean, like in terms of uh, just painting a picture, I think of like saying like it, it's almost like the. Uh, well, I ain't gonna bring that in anyway. <laughs> but yeah, because the trial was happening. Yeah, they would have used it. Yeah, is what you mean. Yeah, basically. Got it. Uh, <sighs> um. That song was my introducing introduction to Snoop. Obviously, yeah, it's a, this is a this is a branding thing, right? Mm-hmm. This is everybody needs to know my name. Everybody needs to know this new artist. Who is this guy? What is Dre doing? Like, this is this is it. What what the great part about it is that it's a feel good record that's doing. That type of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the Diddy did it. You know what I mean? The D, the I, the D, the D. You remember, <laughs> you remember that? Uh, I don't biggie, know. biggie, biggie. Can't you see? Yeah. Yeah. So I start thinking about okay. that style of of record, and there's always that that one that one song. That Jay. introduces you to uh, Jay. What's my yeah? Jigga. like yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like I didn't before um, before that that album came out. Um, I think that was maybe volume one or two. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to Jay Z very much, and so um, this is uh, hope like in in Blueprint mm-hmm. the H to the Izzo. So that was another one of those. So he kept trying them yeah. on on multiple albums so he so people would like get that exposure to his brand. Yeah. And the best one is still allow me to reintroduce myself. My, My name, name is, is old. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody uses that to like introduce themselves. So this is one of it's those songs marketing. that's just like that. Smart yeah. marketing. And this was like so 
the encapsulation of what 90s hip hop is for me is perfection and use of the sample. Mm. Are you bringing the sample to life? This felt like Snoop was living in the sample. Like, dog, you 19, but how are you so 70s? How are you so 80s? That's the thing that I I forgot to remark on on in the production. Dre brought in musicians for this project. (laughs) He he got... You need... Uh, I just want to, like, sanitize. I I don't have hand sanitizer. What? What? Yeah. I'm not dirty. Dirty, dirty. <laughs> I, don't, I don't carry this. What is this hand sanitizer? I just get up and wash my hands. Yeah. I'm not doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> not happen, man. Don't touch anything. <laughs> I just wipe my hands under the desk. I'm not even touching my own laptop. Wow. It's that serious. Uh, no, it's not bad. It's just, I, I'm just not doing it. All right. <sighs> What's our, our overall rating for this album? I got, I mean, for me, it's going to be an easy five out of five dopamine pinchers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this album is not my favorite Snoop album. Um, it has some, it has some moments. Yep. It's, it's great. Um, I think it's a, a four out of five um, Snoopies. Hey, shout out Joe Cool. <laughs> uh, the camel? No, 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 no. One of Snoopy's many personas. Joe Cool, Red Baron, you know. You know. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Skip. Anyway, we appreciate you guys for listening. We hope that we, blah, blah, blah. we hope that. What do you think of these <laughs> classic <laughs> albums? Let us know down in the description what your ratings are. If you've even listened uh, to these classic albums, I know that with Snoop, you know, re-releasing it with the 30th edition, there's going to be a lot of new listeners. Uh, and I'd like to know what you think of this album. You know, like, I feel like there's a lot of shock value in these albums. <laughs> uh, but yeah. you have to understand the time. If you were born in the 2000s, I want to know what you think. Yes. Um, but we appreciate each and every one of you that comes to listen to this video. Um, thank you, guys. And we'll see you in the next one. A one and a two. And uh, peace. peace.